0: You are now tuned in to 2 Studs in a Pod, a podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific Uber Dykes, but you can call us studs. On Blaze, that's Meech, dress shoes and interviews is what we're getting into this week. So let's get into it. Homie, drop the beat. a couple of studs keeping it real raw and off the cuff we welcome you to the show thanks to the current state of this crazy world there are tons of us out there looking for a new place to earn our pesos so this week we're exploring the dynamics of being masculine presenting while searching for a job before we get into the main event Meach was really good welcome back homie here we go again in season two and uh, let's see what adventure comes this season how have you been my friend
1: What's good, homie? What's good, pop peeps? Um, yo, I've been good. I've been maintaining through this craziness that's COVID nineteen. <laughs> um, yeah, just getting back to work. They want me coming in every week now, so that kind of sucks. But you know, I'm getting a paycheck, still. I can't complain.
0: So you're like back to normal, normal.
1: Pretty- yeah, pretty much. Um, I get to I get to work from home like Tuesday and Thursday one week, but then the other week I have to work the whole entire week. So, it is what it is, you know. Um, Yeah, other than that, I've been studying my ass off, trying to pass these uh, certification exams, trying to get more money, looking for another job, if any of y'all know. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot us an IM, a DM, something. Um, Yeah, but that's about it, you know. Just been studying, keep reading. You know, education is the key. Yes. That's about it. What you been up to? You still out there digging?
0: nah nah digging is done the pool is filled i've been floating and chilling and um now it's just all about trying to get the get it back together you know what i'm saying the backyard looked like a construction site and shit <laughs> but i mean i've been doing shit you know i've been on my on my uh, homeowner shit i've been putting up ceiling fans and
1: Okay. Throwing
0: down mulch and shit, you know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Big things are going.
0: Yeah, you know, I just been getting to it, you know, it's hot as fuck. But, um, yeah, you know, just drinking lots of water, coconut water, eating watermelon, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Stay
1: hydrated (laughs) out there. Yeah, so,
0: and just getting to it, you know what I'm saying? And working and living and trying not to go crazy in this COVID situation dealing with everything as it, as it goes and comes, you know what I'm saying? X. Yeah. But you know, missed, uh, the pod, you know what I'm saying? Like it's been a minute For having, show. Uh, touch these headphones, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> in a, in a little, a while, it feels good. It feels good. But, um, before we break it down, let's pop some peas and pay homage to some well known and maybe not so well known figures within a masculine presented women of color community. That have made moves or are making moves to help make a scene in our segment called "Pop and Peace." This week, we're shining the spotlight on a maverick ahead of her time. We are honored to pop one for Gladys Bentley, born in Philly to a trinity mother and American father. Gladys moved to Harlem at 16 after being ostracized by her family and community for the masculine way she chose to dress. Her rise to fame came through her talents in music during the 1920s, where Gladys's booming vocal style led her to a record deal. With no shame, she sang openly about sissies and bulldaggers and flirted with women in the audience. Gladys' venue credits include H.H. Clam House, The Cotton Club, and the world-famous Apollo Theater. Towards the end of her career, Gladys began to feel the pressures of society to conform to their ideal of femininity. However, despite her efforts to cure herself of her gay, the brown bomber of sophisticated songs is still recognized as a prominent figure in the LGBTQ plus community. It is this reason we know that Gladys Bentley was popular. Mies, have you ever um, heard about Gladys Bentley?
1: Actually, um, I read about her in a book I think I mentioned last season called Black Like Us that I was reading. Okay. <clears throat> and um, yeah, they did. They talked about her. So that was the first time I heard about her was from the book. And um, they talked about kind of her struggle to, uh, you know, I guess society society, and her family um mm-hmm. didn't really want her to be in the life so she tried to you know live that straight life but eventually you know her her true self couldn't live that lie anymore so they talked a little bit about that it was interesting though you know it's always interesting to find out about people like us
0: back then right like if we're not a, just a new trend you know what I'm saying oh yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah
0: it was pretty interesting to see um to see some of her credits and to hear some of the actual music from back then and the songs and, and, and shit, you know, it was, a, uh, it was definitely, uh, interesting. And, you know, I had a good time, um, learning about her anyway, while I was yeah. reading about her life and things like that. I mean, little did we know that there were so many of us that have played, uh, in the background for so long, but we definitely shining now. <laughs>
1: Shining, shining, shining.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's get into stew peas this week with Labor Day around the corner and so many people being on the hunt for new jobs. We thought it would be a good time to get into being a masculine presented woman of color in the workplace and on a job hunt. Speaking from experience, the interview process can be exceedingly nerve wracking since you not only have the nervousness of an interview, but the added anxiety of not knowing how you will be received. Fortunately for me, in my career, I've kind of moved around with the same people. You know what I'm saying? So they know me and I feel comfortable in my space with them. You know what I'm saying? So it's more so the people that don't know me. Excuse me. So that's where the issue usually comes from. Um, And that's like a number one anxiety for uh, definitely being a stud or masculine presenting out here in the world on the job hunt especially when you have to use the restroom for the first time (laughs) at the job at a new job or something like that you know what I'm saying but um being that I haven't really had to search for a job in a while I think your experience was a little more recent than mine I mean how was that for you especially going back to New York as like you 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 know what I'm saying like who you are now
1: it was it was definitely nerve-wracking um I went on a bunch of interviews uh so, you know, I was more comfortable. I went as myself. I had, you know, the button up. I had the slacks and whatnot. And um just you never know how people are perceiving you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? So the toughest one actually for me though was for um an interview for like a really well known company. Um, and I had to wear a suit. So it was like I definitely went, you know, like in a in a male suit. And um I the people I felt like they didn't receive me well. I felt really uncomfortable mm-hmm. and uh the the main manager who interviewed me was kind of being like condescending in his questions and he didn't really like acknowledge me mm-hmm. um so that was that interview was tough but it was just a learning experience you know like i figured if i could make it through that then the rest of these would be you know nothing but the company that i'm actually with now I think I am like the only stud that they've ever seen. (laughs) So, so it was interesting for them. I think they were excited to kind of have some diversity there. Uh But uh, once I got the job, a lot of people didn't really know how to approach me. So it took, it's taken about a year for people to finally get comfortable with me and like, I'm a lovable person so, you know, everybody loves me. But, you know, <laughs> uh the bathroom thing was was interesting. Like I I got some of those shocked looks, you know, if I'm in the bathroom and people walk in and they see me in there, I'm like, "Well, where do you expect me to go? I'm not going to the men's room." Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it was uh I mean, it was just shocking experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean Yeah, I, that that's that's usually where the the problem lies, but a lot of times um, I think my issue mainly is like what to wear. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do I wear to this interview? Yeah. Cause I'm not a suit type of person. You know what I'm saying? I don't just, yeah. I don't just don't have a suit in my closet. I can just go to and go get, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't, I never really <laughs> like, that's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't dress like that. So right. I don't know. It's weird. Like, um, recently, uh, most recently I, I was just like trying to flirt with the job market and see uh what was going on actually before we moved. So I ended up uh needing to get a suit and you know, Nikki had to go with me and help me pick it out. Like (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And make sure the fit is right. And that's another thing, is that I've been um on the job interviews before and it went well because initially I think they felt like I was a dude. Um Mm. so thinking that I was a guy, they liked you know what I'm saying, they liked me. But mm-hmm. I went back the next day to this job and they were like acting like they never called me to come back to the job.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's
0: that, why wow. That's happened to me before. So that's always, um, that's always something that's, that's tricky too. Like I can't dress any other kind of way. You know what I'm saying? This is how I dress. Exactly. So, um, that's sometimes, that's sometimes been a thing. Like luckily what I do, I don't have clients. I don't, I'm not client facing at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of being in the office, and it is what it is. Like I said, I, I usually move with the same group of people, you know what I'm saying? What we do in my industry, right. everybody knows everybody, so it, it's been like that. But like you said, it's always hard because you've got to try to read people, and, right. and you don't know yeah. what their I preconceived mean, notions are of
1: exactly. gay they, people they, at all, right? They, yeah. they, they claim to be... Some companies claim to be, like, you know, diverse and all this stuff. But then when you get there for the interview and they see you in a suit, it's, like, shocking to them. And it's like, all right, but you, you're supposed to be diverse, so what do you want? You know right. what I mean? Like, I'm as diverse as it gets. Right. I'm, I'm brown, too. You know what I mean?
0: I was just thinking, I was like, I wonder if your name, like, uh, throws them off. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, na- my name... Wouldn't throw them off. You you right. you know what I'm saying? Like my name wouldn't yeah. throw them off, but maybe your name throws them off. So they're like looking at the paper, <laughs> like
1: that's like, true. What? My government, yeah, my government screams female.
0: Yeah, mine is yeah. like,
1: huh? Like you know what I'm <laughs> Your mom definitely named you perfect. <laughs> yo, everybody
0: says yo. People never used to believe that that was my real name, bro. And they're like, yeah. yo, your mama named you that,
1: like for real. And I'm
0: like. Yes, that is. <laughs>
1: that is my name, okay? I, I can't help yeah, it. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the good thing is that um, you know, Wifey plays football, so they had won the championship and I needed to get all dapper, so I had a I had to go shopping for a suit. Mm-hmm. So I had the suit on deck, you know, to interview with and stuff. But, um, you know, like before when I was down in Miami, I was confused about, like, how do I dress? Because that was when I was just coming out and I was used to, like, still kind of dressing feminine. You know, I never wore, like, a skirt or a dress, Um, but I would wear slacks and, like, you know, a button-up Slacks. <laughs> yeah, you know, like slacks. Because I, I have to distinguish because they were you know. But, <laughs> yeah yeah so it was it was it's always an interesting process and now that I'm looking again like I just feel so comfortable in my skin like fuck y'all like I'm I'm showing up as I am either you want to hire me or you don't you know like it's I'm dressed properly you know what I mean I'm presentable my clothes are ironed everything fits
0: yeah yeah look fresh you know what I'm saying like look at
1: the shoes bro the
0: shoes are crispy so yeah (laughs) (laughs) Like it is, like you said, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that I'm not going to say is what I'm thinking about the whole time, but it does, it, is, it does cross my mind anytime I have to do yeah. some new kind of job type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it crosses my mind how these people are going to take me, but I have to still earn a living. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to get a job somewhere. I'm not some freak of nature. You know what I'm saying? I'm exactly. just out here, out here trying to make my money just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And you know, usually I behave myself. <laughs> <laughs> as long as everybody else is good, then, you know, I'm good too. Oh, exactly. So. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. This is usually just that um, just an interesting thing. You know, looking for a job and then trying to find inspiration for um, outfits too. Sometimes, <laughs> um, luckily, there's social media. Uh, these days, where you have your different sewers and uh, stylists and things like that, that you can just right. look at and get inspiration from to putting it together so that you look crispy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> it's like, is there anybody in particular that you like um, get like your dapper or your work fashion type of inspiration from? Like, um, for I... interviews because you know you go more crispy for the interview than you do on a regular basis.
1: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Thinking about what I want to work today. (laughs) Um, I don't necessarily look to anybody. Like you said, I just kind of follow people on Instagram and social media, but I kind of, I just go real, um, real professional. So I'll just do the, the suits for the interviews or at least part of the suit. Um, I don't really get fashionable and get crispy until it's, like I'm in the job, then I'll switch it up and I'll change my style and I'll wear different shirts with different pants and switch up my shoes and sometimes I'll wear a tie, sometimes I won't, you know, just depending on how I'm feeling but I get more creative with my outfits once I have the job. When when I'm interviewing I definitely just try to look black and white or black yeah. and blue, the yeah. professional colors you know?
0: Blue shirt, black pants yeah Yeah. Yeah. and yeah, don't try to get too too fancy with it I mean, it's. <laughs> I, I just now that I think about it, it's it been so long since I had like a true, a real true interview that um that I had to get crispy. I mean, there was that one like I said where I was feeling around for some potential opportunities out there, and mm-hmm. you know had to go dress a certain way. There was one time I had to go from my from um the job I was working at to an interview for the other job, so I had to stay okay. in those clothes the whole day. And I was like, so I gotta look nice, but not too nice, you know what I'm saying? Right. Then, so you
1: don't set off no red flags. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. so yeah. But I mean, you know, I'm Florida man. We have business casual, so it's it's right. not like that. It's just more so. I guess what are the people gonna think when they see you dressed in your clothes that you know you're gonna be wearing every day? <laughs> this is me, you know. That's right here. Yeah,
1: right? that's another thing about that Florida casual because, you know, you could get away with wearing a polo.
0: Yeah.
1: Up here, it's like, nah, I got to be hot. Yeah, <laughs> I got to nah. wear the, nah. the long sleeve button up shirt and possibly a jacket or a vest. That
0: doesn't even make sense to me. I'm like, why? Give me a polo <laughs> and some khakis. Nah, nah, that's what I'm like. Give me a polo and some khakis and I'm living a life, okay?
1: Yeah. I'm doing that.
0: Yeah. Yes. Different color khakis now. You know what I'm saying? We rocking some we changing it up. We rocking some colors. But yes. Definitely some sneakers or something like that. Those sneaker shoes. Those dress sneaker shoes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. That's why like when we used to go get fancy and dress like that, I used to have to ask Nikki be like, yo, you're gonna have to put my outfit together because (laughs) I'm business casual. Okay.
1: Yeah. This is
0: fancy. Too fancy for me. (laughs) But hopefully, (laughs) you guys have some uh, ease anxiety while going for for a job. Just dress your best and breathe. (laughs) Make sure you're neat. It is. Yeah. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of us got to make our money. So, no matter what we're wearing, as long as we look neat and presentable, and that's all that really matters <laughs> that's how it means it's time for wild peas on the part of the show where we share and answer some of the most wild questions we've seen on the internet this week's question is if a man is attracted to a sexy stud does that make him gay? <laughs> <laughs>
1: where do you find these (laughs) wild ass questions
0: (laughs) Uh, i mean i don't i don't i i don't think that makes him gay i might have some questions about his type yes but (laughs) (laughs) i don't think that makes him gay because i mean like I know you know you know what I'm saying. We take once we take off our clothes, we all are women still. You know what I'm saying. Like no matter what those clothes are on top that make you feel like you, once we take them off,
1: right? You know, the women, right? There's yeah. I don't think it makes him. (laughs) I don't think it makes him gay. I'm a sexy stud, and guys like try to talk to me, but they still try to talk to me not as a sexy stud. (laughs) <laughs> first myself is that <laughs> but um they still try to talk to me as a female like hey ma I'm like no what yeah. oh hell no <laughs> <laughs> sir I ra- that's one of those times where I'd rather be called sir
0: yeah. <laughs> yo straight yeah. up I'm like know, just to just to hear that from a dude to say yeah. that to you especially a New York dude like
1: yeah, and I'm like, who are you talking they to? They mad, rough. I'm like and you? Like, I'm like, no, no. Idea. Like they've
0: been smoking a pack of cigarettes and shit. Hold, <laughs> on, hold
1: on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold
0: on. Who are you talking to like that, bro? Nah, that's about as awkward as like holding the door for your homeboy or something like that, yeah. right? Or then your yeah. homeboy holding the door for you is like that weird. Like not nah, I don't even respond night, to ahead.
1: them until unless they like keep saying or they tap me or something like that. I'm mm.
0: like, but. I'm sorry. Did you say tap?
1: yeah they'll like tap me on my shoulder i'm like what like how may i help you like what do you what do you want
0: oh no oh no 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 that's not okay especially in covid times you close enough to no
1: (laughs) No, not not during covid just in general oh hell no no i need my six feet back the fuck up
0: that's never that's never been an issue the only time dudes ever hit on me is if they're gay
1: yeah. No. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they are <laughs> already
0: gay so they're already gay so i mean i don't know if that makes him gay but he was gay to begin with so yeah yes like that time i just had a flash where i was dancing in the club and this dude came up behind me and he started dancing and i was like um excuse me <laughs> no no sir i am a girl
1: <laughs> that's what i said to him and he was
0: like It's
1: okay. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not okay. No ham, no ham, no turkey. No. Yo,
0: I was like, this is not okay. I'm not okay with this. (laughs) No. But, I mean, you know, I... I think dudes are attracted to studs because look at how many things situations we've seen where like studs are doing things with dudes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, I mean, the dude wouldn't be doing things with the stud if it if he wasn't attracted to her. So, I'm gonna say it doesn't make him gay, but no, <laughs> I will question his choices. <laughs> The dude question his choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real. And on that note, we're going to end the show here. Don't forget to follow Two Stars in a Pod on Instagram and Twitter. To catch a glimpse behind the scenes, go follow Meech on IG at The Homie Meech and on Twitter at Homie Meech, where she's way more active lately than myself. And myself at It's.me.blaze on IG and It's Me Blaze 2 on Twitter. If email is more your thing, shoot us an email at two studs in a pod at gmail.com. That's T W O studs in a pod at gmail.com. Two studs in a pod is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast. And now, tune in. We're also now available on TuneIn. Yay! Gratitude is always the attitude. So we want to say thank you for lending us your ear.
1: Thanks for tuning in.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Adios.